Hello and welcome to There's No Place Like Summer Camp. I'm your host Andrew Waterhouse and in today's episode we are looking at the 10 top tips for the best Camp America experience. So come in into our tent and I'll spill the beans. Hello guys, welcome to another episode of There's No Place Like Summer Camp. Now, I do have some very exciting news in this episode because we got our own Instagram page. Oh yeah, it's Instagram, we're hitting it up because after I chatted with Scott in the previous episode, it made sense that we don't just have Twitter as our only social media because, you know, nowadays... Most people have multiple forms of social media, and I think Twitter's one of the least popular for at least podcasting purposes. So what we've done is we've knocked together There's No Place Like Summer Camp on Instagram. So if you want to check us out, follow us, uh, that'd be very much appreciated. Currently, we're going to be uploading uh, little teasers and snippets from uh, podcast episodes and, you know, really promote the podcast out there and get some like real cool summer camp content on there. So you can expect that to really ramp up over the year. On the subject of announcements, I've also got a very exciting announcement as well. Two birds in one week or two social networks in one week. Hell, it's not even a social network. Let's cut to the chase. We're on Spotify as well. Oh, damn. I never thought I'd really see the day of this, to be honest, but There's No Place Like Summer Camp has been accepted onto Spotify, the number one place for music and nowadays podcasts as well. And no, I'm not sponsored, but I'm just really excited that the podcast is on Spotify. So if you do have Spotify, feel free to subscribe. And of course, that goes without saying with the other uh, podcast platforms of choice as well. Please do review and rate and subscribe, you know, all all that jibber jabber. So I really hope you enjoyed that last episode with Scott. It was a real exciting thing to do for me. And it's a real like new... um, type of podcast that I like to do from time to time in There's No Place Like Summer Camp. So all all feedback is welcome on that one. I will be trying to get some more uh, interviewees around Camp America and particular summer camps and maybe even celebrities on discussing their times at summer camp and what makes it so great. In this week's episode though, we are looking at the 10 top tips for a best summer camp experience or camp america experience so um back to the usual format now um but as i say i am really excited to do the longer format just discussion pieces where we just like go through the stories and see how people's stories can can compare because that's pretty much what camp america is all about is having your own story having your own uh idea of where it was the best where it was maybe lacking in certain parts as well um not every two people's stories are the same even from the same campouts uh campouts even from the same summer camps so as you heard in the last episode scott had his favorite uh camp camp year was the second year of returning to to camp coleman whereas mine was the my favorite was the first year and there's like very well understood reasons why each of us had our own uh, favorite years and that's just like the tip of the iceberg so as I say 
I do have plenty of ideas for this sort of thing, but we are back to the usual format for this podcast. So let's dive straight in with number one top tip for getting the best summer camp experience. That is to be bold and be different. The main reason I went to America was to experience a new culture, and little did I realize how nervous I would be on the plane there and how I didn't want to start conversations. I remember on the um, on the plane over, I actually spotted quite a few people in Camp America t-shirts going to summer camp, and I was just like, is this the point where I need to speak to you, or am I good, am I never going to see you again, type of thing. So I took the second option where I was a bit more nervous and didn't bother, I tell myself now that this was because at the time I was like, oh, I'm not going to see you again. What's the what's the point? But really, that's what Camp America is all about. It's about putting yourself out there, getting the best version of yourself into a summer camp bubble and letting it flourish, I guess. And when you actually go to the, your own summer camp and you are in that bubble, you do need to introduce yourself. You do need to make new friends and things. And... I think one of the best things that I ever did was on my first day of going to Camp Coleman was I felt really jet-lagged and tired and exhausted because I'd never solo traveled before. I'd never been to a different continent really before. Not on a grand scale that Camp America provides for, I don't know, three months in my case. And every bone in my body was telling me, go to bed, you'll wake up better in the morning. However, I chose against that because I didn't want to wake up in the morning and have a ton of faces around me that I had no idea who they were and be, you know, it sets you off on a certain trajectory where if you wake up in the morning, you don't know people, then when are you going to introduce yourself? Do you introduce yourself when you're putting your clothes on? Do you introduce yourself up at the dining hall? Do you even know where the dining hall is? Like it set so many things in motion where... I was like, no, I'm not going to go to bed. I'm going to go straight over to the staff room and get to know the people that I'm going to be staying with because I made the earlier mistake of at the airport not actually bothering to talk to people. And I'm not saying you have to be extroverted. I'm a very, very, very introverted person. But at summer camp, you have to be bold. You have to be different. And you have to like try and make the most of it. Um you're going to be talking to strangers in your camp. You're going to be talking to people that you don't know. You're going to be talking to cultures that you don't really fully understand. And that's not a bad thing. That's what Camp America is all about. It's about getting to know the new cultures, the new countries, especially the American culture as well, because that's like what your balls deep in, I guess. But there's so many international people that actually come and volunteer for Camp America. And even the Americans themselves that go, there's so many different states. There's so many different ideologies and things. My camp was in uh, Georgia. And to be honest, a lot of the Americans said, don't judge uh, the USA based on Georgia. These people are so backward. And yeah, you, you you could really see it personally. You could see a lot of Confederate flags and a lot of things that kind of took you back into... The, the slavery days and you're just like jesus christ this this is still a thing and this like in 2014 when i went this is still a thing so i'm getting on a bit of a tangent here the first point is be bold and be different 
The second point of having the best summer camp experience is to make friends with security. And again, we did touch on this in the previous episode with Scott. Um, Without divulging too much detail, because a lot of it is coming up in the book, it's something that I very very quickly learned is you want to make friends in high places because they're going to be the ones that choose whether you get fired or let off for when they catch you doing certain things. Again, I don't really want to go into this too much detail. There's quite a lot in the book where you have some close shaves and um, particularly the second year, I had one of my best friends from camp almost get fired, but because he was friends with the security guard, nothing got mentioned and it was just like crazy. And you see other people at camp actually getting into similar predicaments but because they're not friends with security and maybe they're a bit what's the word on the straight and narrow is 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 that the term i mean i'm really bad with um phrases and stuff they're a bit unflexible maybe they see leadership as like a scary big thing that you don't kind of relate with then they the people that were like that had trouble and they would get punished for, well, punishable offences, but trust me when I say you want to make friends friends with security, you want to be able to stay up beyond curfew. Number three for making the best summer camp experience, and this relates to any summer camp, I'm sure this will very much make your Camp America experience one of the best in your life. And that is to go on all of the evening activities because summer camp isn't solely about the kids. Well, it kind of is, but the camp that you work at want to make it an enjoyable experience for the staff too. So they line up all sorts of activities for you in the evenings and potentially at the weekends as well. My camp wasn't really so much focused around what day of the week it was, Um, but particularly evenings, my summer camp they would line up all sorts of activities whether that be something like going to walmart or going to the cinema or going for bowling going out for food you name it you really really want to try and get your name on those sign-up sheets because it lines up all sorts of activities that you're going to look back and remember of the time you went bowling at summer camp and getting to see those faces outside of the bubble and you know getting those relationships like really starting to flourish you want to sign up to as many of these events as you possibly can even the walmart trips even if you don't need anything because you do need the break summer camp is one of the most demanding jobs you will ever ever have and this is coming from a 27 year old who fucking has had his fair share of jobs by now and camp america was probably the probably my number one where I was just exhausted after a day's work. I've, I'm, I'm sure I've mentioned it in other episodes and it comes up a lot in the book because you can't get away from the fact that working in a summer camp is full on. The shifts start first thing in the morning and they don't end until the last thing at night. And seeing as it's like a voluntary, voluntary, volunteering, volunteering job, you're not really confound to eight hour shifts. You're not really prescribed weekends off or two days off a week. You have a certain allocation of hours and it's up to you how you want to use those. 
but it's nothing compared to a normal job. Uh, working in Camp America is something a whole other level. So you want to go on these uh, breaks out of camp because you get to see your your friends and you know you you maybe you when you're at camp you will know that you need these breaks. Trust me. Moving on to number four, you want to drink plenty of water. You don't want to be that guy who fainted because of dehydration. And around camp, all you see is people walking around with their water bottles. Water bottles, Because at camp, this is typically going to be running over, say, May sort of time to August within those windows because um, that's when, I guess, uh, the summer camp, or well, the summer for schools is. It's those sort of times. And those sort of times are the hottest in America. And of course, their weather is a million times better than the UK. So you want to make sure you have your water. You want to make sure you bring a water bottle with you. If you don't bring your water bottle with you, that's the perfect reason to go on a Walmart trip. But campers have them, counselors have them, um, specialist staff have them, even kitchen and maintenance staff. The weather is so hot. And you are outside all the time. And it's a, a job like no other. Literally, you are like on your feet all the time. You're outdoors a lot, depending on your position, of course. Um, even if you are inside, it does get quite stuffy because, I don't know, not every summer camp room is going to have air conditioning. So drink plenty of water and you'll be fine. The next thing that you really want to do to get the most out of working with Camp America is to bond well in Staff Week. Because sure, you're going to be crapping yourself when you introduce yourself to so many new faces, but trust me, you won't regret it. You'll be turning strangers into best friends in this period, so make the most of it. There's going to be so many faces that you'll see, and so many names that you'll be told, and they won't match, but that's fine. You don't really need to know someone's name, or maybe it was just me that had this problem, where you are introduced to so many different people, and you are introduced to so many names, and sometimes they don't match, but you know the story, you know the stories that you've been told, and you know how they match up to the faces that you've seen. And it is really cool getting to know new people, so, you know, you're going to be stuck, well, I say stuck, it's not stuck, you're going to be fucking loving working at summer camp for three months or however long your camp is and the better you bond within the first week of camp is the better that you're going to get the investment back over the long term that that makes it sound like a really political move maybe like sort of like it's a, a commodity but I think the better bonds you make in the first week of being at camp the better trajectory you're on to have a really good summer camp. Does that make sense? I hope it does without coming across like a douche. Well, I come across as a douche anyway. Moving on to number six, call home. Whenever you have a bar of signal out of camp, which all camps seem to have no signal, by the way, make sure to fill your uh, home in on what's been going on. Because to everyone back in the UK, you're living the life. You're living it out in America, in a summer camp, having a blast. They're all really jealous and they want to know what you're doing. So make sure you call home occasionally. It doesn't have to be all the time. I think I've mentioned this in one, maybe one of my first episodes, to be honest, where I've said there's people at camp that get really obsessed with filling in every day, every... What's my cat doing? 
Here he is, strolling into the room. Maybe you can hear his bell. As I was saying, there are people at camp that call home every day, every waking hour, to fill them in on what they've just consumed for lunch, what their plans are for when they go to the toilet, and all that sort of shit. But you don't really want to be that person either. There has to be a bit of a balance. But you want to fill your your folks in at home and... Uh, maybe partners and that sort of thing on how it's going because they are going to be really jealous and you know it, it makes them enjoy the lure of going to Camp America as well because they get to hear like how good Camp America is and that sort of thing so it, it's kind of like a uh, I don't know it's it's what well, it's like going on a holiday in a sense but this isn't like any other holiday so they want to know what you're doing and i guess this will come naturally to you when you're there just make sure you don't forget about home i guess that's the main thing and while i'm on that subject let's move on to number 7 which is to take some fucking photos because when you do get home you want to look back on your memories you want to show your friends what you've been up to those that you haven't been calling, they're going to be like, what did you actually get up to this summer? And you're going to have like nothing to show them. No, you're going to have photos. You're going to have all these stories to back it up as well. And you want to take plenty. You want to share plenty. You want to add them to your um, social media channels and that sort of thing. Because not everyone gets this experience. This is like a once in a lifetime experience for those that are... What's my cat doing? He's eating my... He's eating my cheese sandwich while I'm trying to record a podcast. What's going on? This is a once-in-a-lifetime experience for those that are lucky enough to embrace a little bit of risk by going. And you want to have the photos to look back on and go, wow, that was one summer's worth of doing Camp America. And it will kind of like... uh entice you perhaps to return as well moving on to number eight social media you do want to be adding these photos to your social media channels and i want to take this with a little bit of pinch of salt because there's loads of people out there that are addicted to social media Um, maybe they don't admit it themselves but you don't want to be one of those people that only care about the likes. And this is this is like taking away from the, the Camp America subjects now. You anything that you're uploading to social media, don't really you shouldn't really care about the numbers. You shouldn't really care about who comments and likes and that sort of thing. But you want to add your Camp America friends and the people that you meet at camp because some of these people that you've just spent two incredible months with, there's a high likelihood that you'll never see them again. And these people are all over the world. So it's going to be really tricky to try and see them all again. So if you just at least have social media to add people on, that's fantastic. And that's what I primarily use my Facebook for nowadays and Instagram and that sort of thing is to keep in touch with those from uh, Camp America where I adore the ground they work on and stuff. And they probably, I guess, adore me. That that, that just sounds really gay. <laughs> The main point I'm trying to make about social media when it comes to the 10 best things that you can do about going to Camp America is to add the friends. You can add your photos as well, of course. You can share and like and, you know, 
give that story of what it's like to work at summer camp on your social media channels but primarily my focus is add the people that you uh, make friends with at camp because hey you might re you might arrange a reunion later down the line and how cool would that be number nine is to spend money and this might uh this might annoy some people if you're going all that way and you work that hard then you have to make the most of the experience you're going all the way to camp america for two months you're getting paid really not that good rates really shit but you have to think you're not paying for accommodation you're not paying for food you're not paying for blah 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 blah, blah. there's all these opportunities on your doorstep you're in america for crying out loud so make sure you take some spending money with you. Don't just rely on the money that you're getting paid from camp because it's not much, especially in your first year. Even in the second year, it's not that great. And it's not really about going to Camp America for the money. As I've said in previous episodes, I think it, at least in my experience, it was close enough to work out break even. So you're kind of like being paid similar amounts to what you're actually paying camp america to go and do this uh, experience with and where else can you say you've had this massive three-month holiday for comparable price of how much you're like working for as well of course you have to say that you are getting paid like slave rates but you want to bring your money with you you want to go on travels you want to go and stay in hotels you want to visit as much as you can take photos and just have an absolute blast because Camp America friends, they're, they're in like a different, I, I, I kind of like segment them off from all other friends that I've made in a weird way without without trying to get like um, lovey-dovey, lovey-dovey, lovey-dovey. I my, my sayings, man, are terrible. Right. I'm, I, I treat my Camp America friends in a totally different sense to my other friends that I have. And... Um, <laughs> a big part of that is the experiences that you have gone on the hotels you've stayed at the stories you have and these sort of memories only come about when you are spending some money it's not about spending big fucking bucks and being the dog's bollocks walking around camp like yeah he's that's the guy that bought the hotel and all that sort of stuff no it's just about being loose enough in yourself to have a real good time and money does help with that final point on what makes a fantastic summer camp experience that is to stay up late you have to embrace the wake-ups because you know the kids are there to have a really good camp experience they've been there year on year on year on year on year and many of them go from being the youngest at camp all the way to the oldest and then progress even into staff. And these kids, they like to wake up early. They're kids. They're excited. And as soon as one of those kids in a cabin wakes up, you can bet your ass that they're going to wake up their best friends and then they're going to make a bit of a commotion and they're going to wake up their best friends. And then next thing you know, you're lying in bed and all the campers are awake. And next thing you know, you're awake at 7 a.m trying to get them all ready for breakfast that it goes really without saying but the one thing that you do have in control of is the curfew and 
I think most camps are going to have some sort of curfew time where you have to be in bed by a certain time because at the end of the day, especially the counsellor's side of things, you need to be there for the kids at, you know, when they're going to bed and they can't really be left on their own. But for those that are not on duty, as it was called at my camp, when you do have that flexibility to be able to say, um, there's no kids with me tonight, I can go to bed now if I want to, you really don't want to be doing that. Um, the reason for that is you really want to soak in as much of Camp America as you possibly can. And when you're going to bed early, you're going to be missing out on the socializing and the stories and the gossip and things that go on around camp if you're going to bed very early every night. There might have been one or two nights at my camp when I went to bed before 12. My curfew, I think, if I'm remembering rightly, was 12. Um, but often we would go to we would go back to the uh, it was called the Ellie Sheva, this building that we stayed in. We would go back to this building at 12. So we ticked a box of, oh, yeah, they're back in their living quarters by 12. But then we'd stay up out on the porch having a drink with each other. Not alcoholic, just like pop. And we'd just like hang out and chat and then we'll go to bed at one. And then that'd be fine because we'd be up again. Uh, <clears throat> we'd be up again at seven. And it's one of those routines that's maybe not the best in the outside world where you're having like I don't know six hours sleep most nights but when you're at camp you're absolutely loving it and you look back on your days and you think holy shit all of this stuff that I've just done was just in one day and when you leave the summer camp bubble you really appreciate how much actually does go on at camp because I realize that there's so many things at camp that just happen in a day and you're just like bloody hell we're on a whole different planet compared to the rest of the world it's just so um pro uh, it's not really productive but it's just so full-on and everyone's running at 100 miles an hour and when you're going to bed you're running at zero miles an hour so you're kind of missing out on a little bit of camp so i hope you're still here i hope you enjoyed this episode this was the uh 10 best things that you could possibly do to have the best summer camp experience and it's quite generalized and maybe there'll be there's quite a window for another episode here where we can talk about further things that you can do to make the best summer camp experience i have tried to make it broad so it applies to counselors and maintenance staff and specialists um so if you do have any ideas, feel free to hit me up on Twitter. That again is at Andrew W09. Um, next week's episode, we are looking at the five top places to visit after camp. So I hope you stick around for that episode. While I'm still here and the episode is still running on, I want to give a quick plug to the book, There's No Place Like Summer Camp. Of course, that's coming out very soon, later this year. I'm really excited to get it out on the shelves. If you are interested in summer camp and Camp America, Camp Leaders, Bunak, and you want to know like what is it like for someone that's brand new to summer camp, joining, what's their story like? How is it? How is it? weird for someone that's going to a jewish summer camp or 
you could be someone that's actually been to summer camp and you're like oh that was so cool camp america was sick i was absolutely loving it and then you've kind of like just forgotten about it as time's gone on what you can do is pick up my book well listen to this podcast is a pretty good start and you can just rekindle some of those memories and you're just like damn it was actually out of this world it was really bloody good so I think that wraps up this week's episode. Another day, another podcast, another Tuesday. I'm going to see you next Tuesday. That was a terrible ending. Bye, guys. See ya.